Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. There are best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Blog Talk Radio. I don't need you with a bad leg doing a break. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. Hey, I'm here with Iron Mike Tyson. What did you think of the Royal Rumble match? What do you think of Stone Cold? And this man, Cold Stone, is my man. He won. Gallows Anderson nerds. Yeah, we are driving. What's next for the Battle Club? Um. Well, I think Prince Devitt, or, uh, <laughs> world domination. There you go. I think Finn Balor's going to win the Elimination Chamber for one thing. Mark Henry going Russia. Ahmed Johnson. And Mark Henry is handling the big Johnson with those clubbing tree-like arms. McMahon, i got a question for you. What's that? What's the names of the two bomb angels? Uh, unfortunately, I... I can't speak Japanese all that well. I mean, I might want a date later tonight, and I might want to approach one of these girls. What do I call them, a bomb angel? No, let's call the one in the ring pink and the one out on the apron. Let's call her red, I guess. Oh, that's real clever. Well, what else are you going to do? Pink in the ring, the pink angel. He's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the British Bulldogs have got a history in Royal Rumbles, and tonight I'm going to remake history by winning this night's Royal Rumble tonight because I'm bizarre. This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Ryan Cook. Three, four weeks in a row on SmackDown. The Bludgeon Brothers or the Usos would wrestle, and then they would cross paths with the next team would wrestle in the following match. Yeah. And now the Usos are wrestling the New Day. Did they forget? Like, once again, who doesn't read this stuff? That, oh. Oh, man. I'm so mad. And Alex Mello. You know, we're doing a last man standing match, a garage or uh, garbage can match, or, you know, <laughs> ambulance in a pole match. You know, like... <laughs> Can you escape deathmatch? Like, are we even going to even get that showdown where Braun finally goes over? I think that's a bigger passing of the torch. Instead of Brock and Roman, it should be Brock and Strowman. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. My, uh, so I literally just broke my headphones as we were going live. Um... So, I think I can hear. 
Let me let me let me check on my performance. Minus five stars. Oh, what is this? Five a.m. on a Sunday morning. <laughs> you know, I Blog Talk still will not let me upload that uh, that MP3. Like it just oh, doesn't man, recognize the episode. You can still get it on Stitcher, as Alex found out. That is our Sakura Genesis. That's right. <laughs> Which we had like twelve thousand Twitter impressions on. That was a. That's. I thought it was like seventeen thousand. It was by the end of it. <laughs> the way that oh, kept racking boom. up. Yeah, that's how we do it at Strong Stop Media Wrestlecast Radio. I, I don't know if you saw the my layout of the show, but I didn't have any news and rumors this week. Yeah, I saw that. Um, There's just I so think much to just... talk about. We could seriously break down the the uh, final three, but let's be real, the the championship matches at Sakura Genesis. Um, rewatching the the main event, honestly, that might be my favorite match of the year. Yeah, I I did the same thing because somebody was like, "You mean to tell me the one time that that we gave Okada five stars, you gave him four? And they're like, "What were you doing?" And I said, "Well, I was live tweeting and doing a radio show." And they're like, yeah. "Watch the match again." And I'm like, "Okay, I was wrong. That was a. There's no way that wasn't five stars. That was honestly a seven star match, in my opinion. And we and and the match." Uh, that was uh, two matches prior was probably a six and a half star match. No joke. <laughs> it was just incredible. So can, and oh, they God, fought but... three Brits in a Japanese promotion of all things. Yeah, and they were. So I mean, um, anyone from England uh, has has went for the the junior and the heavyweight on the same show. I what what is it? Provolve uh, the the two promotions. I get confused. Um, what is it, Progress? They, uh, That's the British... Uh, Rev Pro is what that... Zack Sabre Jr. champion of. Okay. Man, I, I, I gotta get back... I gotta get on that ball. I gotta go across the <laughs> pond with uh, Alex's rex- wrestling, uh, you know, outside America um, excursion. I, I think uh, I'll, I'll have to head across the pond. Because, my God, <laughs> if those three, as well as Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, Trent Severn, uh, Alistair Black, you know, so many of those guys, you know, on the NXT uh, floor there. I mean, good God. What am I yeah, getting out? Obviously a lot. Travis, and this guy Travis, named Matt Riddle, which I'm excited to finally see who the hell this guy is. <laughs> yeah, so we, speaking of Matt Riddle, uh, second fall tonight, we're going to do Raw and SmackDown, break them down like we normally do in the third fall. The third fall, we'll bring you in the weekend is what I was thinking, Alex. We, we obviously, we can give our picks for TakeOver and WrestleMania, the two that we both know head to toe. But then there's, there's potentially 14 wrestling shows from Friday night until sometime in the AM on Tuesday or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Myself and Alex are going to be watching about 14 wrestling shows. And 12 of, it's, you know, TakeOver WrestleMania and 12 others. And I kind of want to just, not necessarily preview every show that we may watch, but mm-hmm. just kind of go through and but point out. catches our eye. Yeah, like, you know. What are some matches we're like, oh, I would totally watch, you know, uh, aforementioned uh, Matt Riddle battling uh, James Ellsworth, uh, which I've seen a couple of things so far since you pointed out last show uh, last week where I'm like, wow, good for this guy. 
my God, he's totally uh, someone, again, that is taking the ball and making money on the independence. And we are seeing a renaissance yet again outside of the universe, as we like to say here on WrestleCast Radio. Um, and, and it's beautiful. It's flourishing. And I think it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's they're proving day in and day out that you can make a living not being in WWE. Mm-hmm. And I think if it wasn't, you know, that that is always something I think maybe they looked at as when they know they have competition. But mm-hmm. we're starting to see Triple H, you know, getting more and more power, and he's embracing it. And by him embracing yes. it, getting more of these things we never thought we would see. And I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So... Who knows what we might see in the next five years of this company. I mean, if you would have told me five years ago that the main event of WrestleMania would be AJ Styles, or not the main event, obviously, but AJ Styles defending the WWE title against Shinsuke Nakamura, I would have laughed at you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'd be like, come on. One, Danielson. It would have been like (laughs) that comment. You know, four, four wrestlers don't get pushed for one in the WWE. And uh, AJ Styles is a TNA guy. You know, like, that's yes. five years ago that's what I would have said. And I would have went, oh, my God, this is insane. It just blows my mind. So, third fall, we're going to just kind of talk everything, give some, get some predictions going in and out, just, just kind of break down the weekend because there's so much good wrestling to talk about. So, if we, get, results- if we learn what, how to upload these MP3s, you guys might be getting, like, seven shows of this upcoming <laughs> uh, weekend here. Yeah, we're, we're very confident that at some point, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I'm assuming Monday, you're going to get three or four shows on those days. <laughs> I'm, I'm very confident. Because, you know, if we watch three shows, we're going to want to talk about it, you know? True, we're going to do true. a WrestleMania show, I'm sure. Like, you know, and then we'll have Monday where it's like, all right, what was the highs and lows from the week? Well, we're, you know, it's just kind of a I mean, there's so much that we're going to be able to talk about. Or and, as much, Monday- as, as, and as much as we bag, let's be real, that WrestleMania card, as, as, as much as I'm dreading the nine hours of wrestling that we're going to get on Sunday alone, I'm still, that, that kid in me, that, that WrestleMania season, I'm still getting hyped. And, and this card, when I look at it again, I'm, I'm pretty damn excited. Yeah. I, I saw somewhere that the talk is it's going to be 4 to 11.30 Central Time. <laughs> Not too shabby. Not too shabby. So we're going we're to get up to the New Japan right right after this quick word from Alex, letting everyone know about the great guys at FML Solutions with your yes. gear stand needs. We're going to get them taken care of. Alex is going to break that down. We're going to hit you on our first break. We're coming back. Sakura Genesis 2018. And then we'll kind of just touch a little bit, not not a full breakdown, but just kind of touch at some of the awesome stuff that's going to happen at Wrestling Hinokuni and Wrestling Duntaku Night 1 and 2. Awesome uh, is an understatement, Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you. There's some fantastic wrestling on there. So, like I said, no rumors. We're going right into New Japan. We'll be right back. This is WrestleCast Radio. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand 
that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong foul media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over the safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, List, you can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe word's Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> Alex, oh, I assume, man. 
the the point of this here, there's, there's a huge story. I thought of this like five minutes before I made the commercial, so like it wasn't even a thought out plan, but I wanted it to sound really cool. So obviously WrestleMania season, Hulk Hogan must pose. That's just a story for nine of the first ten manias essentially. But yeah, that's that's very true. Damn you, I Roman. Went, I went the heel route and played the WCW theme to stick it to Vince McMahon. <laughs> so that was, and it had the, the the fun lyrics in it with the with the screaming and the the WCW themed lyrics that we've been producing uh, with Johnny B. Bad and Too Cold Scorpio lately. Johnny B. Bad, oh my gosh! I that, that little yeah. Richard thing, I totally spaced that that was even in the damn theme where I was like, oh my God. I just remembered he shot that stuff out of his cannon. This is, this is random too. And I, I don't, I don't know what made me think of it. I think it's because I was listening to it earlier, but did you listen to the WrestleMania four Pritchard show yet? I got a, maybe about an hour left. I've been kind of in and out of it um, today. Did you, I, I don't know how far I got, so I might be about the same, but when they were talking about how Steamboat brought his kid to the ring. Yes. And he's like, that kid's got fatter cheeks than Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. I don't oh, know why that kid, you know, but uh, um, on Sunday night, Saturday morning, or Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sakura Genesis, 2018 put down. And it was a tremendous, tremendous show. Um, I know you said, obviously, there's other stuff to talk about. I'll tell you one that I really enjoyed, that Young Bucks versus Chase Owens and Yujiro Takahashi opener went three stars. I love how they all were like, all right, all right, let's just be be cordial. And they went too sweet. And Nick Jackson's like, come on, guys, you're going to get a suit again. They're like, all right, sorry, sorry. And they (laughs) (laughs) Chase and Yujiro from behind and then you know the match is obviously is what it is and they make up at the end but it was a really good back and forth tag match yeah I mean I did did they utilize uh, the, the nagging back of uh, of one Matt Jackson yeah he, he was uh, he had the, the weight belt on once did again he the weight belt nice nice awesome awesome I so love he, how they still he still does the, the, the sharpshooter uh, even though it pains his lower back <laughs> as well. I, I love that. And that was fun, too, and because love- he actually tapped uh, Chase with the with the sharpshooter. That did. did he? Did Chase uh, yeah, think- look pretty good? I've, I've been a fan of his, you know, over the last, you know, month here. Is he still kind of holding his own, especially against uh, the Young Bucks there? They were, hit- they were hitting nice, good spots. I mean, it was it was an entertaining match. Usual looked pretty good too, which is kind of nice to see. But I, I mean, I overall enjoyed it. I, I knew it was going to be good. Like I expected a quality match, so you know it didn't fully catch me by surprise. But yeah, I, I was, I was very entertained. I thought they did a really good job. Um, nice, nice. Also, one, shout out other, to the Young Bucks for having smart business sense by declining that uh, that new Cody Rhodes inspired Bullet Club logo. I don't know if we had a chance to check that out, Ryan. But I, yeesh, no. I don't know if that was an April second fool or or what. But uh, apparently, that shirt will go on sale. Well, you know, it, I'm assuming it's on Twitter. I'm going to look for it now. Um, while I'm looking for that, where about did you jump in on this show? 
I didn't jump it until the uh, the 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 latter half of the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championship match. But one thing that I forgot to ask you um, that I totally spaced on, by the way, uh, you can find it on our lost episode over on Stitcher. Um, and I know this is a few matches up, I believe, but but did Evil? How did Evil look uh, in his first match back since the orbital injury? Uh, he he was moving fine. It almost looked like there was there was nothing. Uh, you know, obviously he was he kind of was hidden in those big ten mans uh, on those two road two shows. So this one was yep. more. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously Naito was in it uh, to oppose Minoru Suzuki, That's but it was the road two. Not against and Evil took the mm-hmm. pin too. Uh, AES got the finish on him, so but he he looked fine. What in the hell is with this logo? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, I wanted to be like, are are you having a laugh? Like is 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 he trolling us as hard as he trolled Disco Inferno? You need to look that up as well. Speaking truth uh, to to the Inferno there, but. Uh, your your impression not so not so good as our, our Twitter impressions uh, this past Sunday morning, right? <laughs> I I uh, the 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 biggest uh, liked reply to uh, onehourteas dot com said due to the overwhelming response to Cody's proposed logo change, Matt and Nick Jackson with the support of the Bullet Club have opted to not <laughs> change the logo. Bad boy Tomatonga just tweeted Royal. That's the only thing he said. Tweets <laughs> got seventy-one retweets and eight hundred and forty-seven likes in four hours. But obviously, that it, it's a rib, right? Like obviously, it's pertaining to the American Nightmare as he is, you know, trying to to take everything over and to assure everyone that Bullet Club is uh, just fine. Uh, but but again, in a way, like this is just. Pertaining to, to, again, what Cody is trying to uh, dominate, if you will, and just kind of making it all about him. But this this wasn't a real thing, you don't think, right? I, I don't think so. I love how there's a picture in the, the Being the Elite that shows the shirt getting made. Um, somebody, somebody said this would have made a better April Fool's joke than the Too Sweet CD. <laughs> And that shit's real, too. Um, Cody Rhodes said, ultimately, I felt it was the best interest of the Bullet Club and the fans to maintain the current logo. I hope the viewers are pleased with my decision. Somebody said, this is why you're a great leader. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. The more I think about it, and I was looking at it while watching, rewatching the Okada and... uh, uh, the Will Saber uh, senior match earlier was um, I, I kept looking at it and thinking, okay, this this is definitely a rib. I love what he's doing. God bless him. Um, also, uh, the Heyman Hustle tweeted at uh, at Cody Rhodes uh, said well, or posted it, but attached him. Uh, at Cody Rhodes has found himself in the same way Stone Cold did when he left WCW. It's an NBC Sports Verified Account article too. Huh. It's pretty intriguing. But yeah, there's the it's called New Logo Being the Elite Number Ninety Nine. It shows like the the picture of the Bullet Club, and it shows a shirt getting made and by the One Hour T guys. And <laughs> I don't know, maybe they did make it. I don't know. 
That's, that's awesome. funny. That is funny. Ah, you know, you said you jumped in on the tag match. What was your thoughts? I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but what did you uh, what did you think of the whole? Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! So you're saying David Finley did nothing against Jay White in the uh, the six man tag with uh, what is it? Uh, Team Tana battling chaos over there. Uh, I went two and three quarters. I thought it was cool, but you know, I, I it, was a, it was just a match. Isn't it crazy how Tanahashi's the odd man out out of that trio? Yeah. No storyline purposes whatsoever, but you got Finley, you know, kind of feuding with Jay White, and of course Juice, for obviously going after Goto uh, for the uh, never open weight championship. But Tana just there. Yeah, Tana's like, look, I got bigger things to do later in the show we get to. So I, I mean, it's just. You know, you you need somebody to be in a you know in a six man or something here because I can just do that. <laughs> I mean, did Finley look a little bit uh, more intense, a la the what was it, the strong style evolved when he came out later to challenge um, uh, Jay White? There, I mean, d- does he seem like he still has that mean streak going? Or no, I I preferred. Yeah, I I preferred the. Uh, that interaction way more than this. This was just kind of a it, all right. Here's a cool match, and that was that was really about it. Like it wasn't it, it wasn't anything too crazy. I, I will say I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to pull this up here. Uh, I don't see anything yet on the the pro wrestling tees, but El Generico does have a store that's only up until uh, WrestleMania where you can get El Generico gear since technically Sami Zayn was fired on TV. So he reopened his pro wrestling tea store. Really? Then, I might have to buy a generic shirt. Um, completely off topic, but they have a new Los Ingobernables de Japan shirt, kind of like the animated looking one, like the evil one I got you. And yep. it's uh, evil and Sonata, and it shows them both on it with their masks and their full entrance gear. Oh my God, that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to actually send you a picture of this thing. Uh, we might uh, need to order. Did sell that awesome Los shirt that I saw at Strong Cell Evolve? Because that is one for sure I need in my life. Thank I you, will Pro Wrestling Tees. Jump uh, on the Strong Style Media Train on Pro Wrestling Tees. Come on. There is a DGAF shirt. Obviously, don't give a bleep. It says nice. Osprey versus Louisiana State Athletic Commission. <laughs> no Spanish flies, right? Yeah. So I thought that was that was pretty sweet. Um, I'm trying to find the new the, this the website's really hard to navigate on online here. Uh, on, on, oh, they do have the new shirts. The uh, oh, this, this is Los in giant red letters. It's so beautiful. Uh, okay. That's enough of marking out for uh, our, our yeah. soon-to-be sponsor, Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but, yeah, so what did you think of that three-way? Well, unfortunately – oh, you mean the, the wrestling um, – yeah, Suzuki-Goon, um, I thought, was <laughs> uh, a surprise ending yet again, just like uh, when they actually captured the IWGP Junior Heavyweight uh, Championships there. Um, it it was it was a a fun car crash as all their matches are, but I I kind of 
like their their previous match, which I can't remember the event since it's, everything is running through my mind, not only from the last three months, Ryan, but uh, what's going to happen this weekend. But uh, uh, no, this this was a fine match. Um, but honestly, with that time in my heart and my mind, it was more set on the on the next three. Um, but I did enjoy the other one where Suzuki Goon was again laying low. Uh, which I definitely appreciated that. With which they were, you know, a little bit more responsive in this bout. Uh, yeah, they won the titles March 6 at the 46th anniversary show. Shout out to my few titles for uh, getting it in real quick. We got a we got a caller. What's going on, caller? All right, thank you, uh, Weekly Ken Shamrock, has uh, jumped in the building. <laughs> I posted that that. Sonata and Evil shirt in the group chat. It is what? tight. Uh, oh, that's awesome. That yes. looks like uh, like an Iron Maiden poster that would have been on my cousin's <laughs> wall in 1989. It looks sick. Yeah, I agree. You know, I thought the first one was better too, especially with the with the uh, with the jump. Ring. I don't know where this is gonna go. But we're gonna try this one more time. What's going on here, sir? Hey, I was uh, no, I wasn't uh, calling to uh, calling to listen. In. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw I saw a familiar face pop up. I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. I will go back to where you were at. My my apologies, sir. Don't snap on me. Okay, don't snap. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jordan Jiskra, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host of Sportscast Radio, just uh, calling to give a listen. Because we're talking New Japan, and he is a mark, like we are. So, uh, but let's get to the meat and potatoes of this. This is this is the big. Well, I gotta let's get, get before that though, though, really quick. Uh, as we alluded to earlier, Lij battled uh, Suzuki Goon in a big twenty-nine man, you know, tag match there. Um, but I know cutting a promo after. Um, kind of calling out what we were expecting, Minoru Suzuki. Oh, um, kind of go over that cool, cool promo. Yes, uh, Naito basically kept talking about, you know, he's doing this and that, trying to piss off Suzuki, and he knows how mad Suzuki's going to get. And Suzuki comes running in, losing his mind. You know, he's he's already been seeing blood from half of the match he's been doing. Um, he's coming in with that. Uh, he's, he, uh, he today in the press conference basically broke down why Los Angeles and Obles is just for children and they're nothing but little <laughs> annoying <laughs> I love uh, it. He, I love it. Uh, I'm pulling up the I'm pulling up the transcript right now. Uh so we have it for later as well with the main event. There's the Osprey talk. Um Nido Nido There's Nido. actually a website where it has all the transcripts of uh, the speeches at reason JP. It's Chris Charlton. Um, he is on Twitter. This dude goes, he lives in Japan. I believe he goes to all the shows, but he speaks the language and he translates for everybody. My God, uh, that's all. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Uh, uh, Naito has a message for the King. He has a treasure in the IC belt, but Naito doesn't think it's worth anything. Basically saying the IC ain't worth crap. Uh, he just wants to <laughs> even though he just lost it. Yeah, uh, yeah, like last year. <laughs> he just wants to get rid of it, right? He just wants to pass it on to Naito. <laughs> Naito says it's 
fight Naito. He just says to get in the ring and say so. Suzuki calls Naito a piece of um, a piece of poo. Who does he think he's talking to? I am the king of pro wrestling, Miro Suzuki. Uh, and then this is where Naito lays on the ground underneath Suzuki, which Suzuki comes back in. I thought he was going to kill him. Uh, Suzuki mm-hmm. stares on says, laying on the ground is the best position for a lying piece of crap like you to Naito. Suzuki then walks away again. Naito, Naito goes, hey, I think I've picked you off enough finally, right? That's when Suzuki began to charge back to the ring and got stopped, which then he gave him the Tranquilo and the Asenio. And then yeah. Suzuki stormed out angry as all hell, which was so awesome to see. Uh, I I loved it. Real quick, I mean, too, if you think about it, it's Naito looking into the future of himself. I mean, you you, you shave Naito's head, you pretty much get you know old man Suzuki. You get old man Minoru. Uh, you know, <laughs> character just you know just wants to kick someone's ass and and throw old a guardrail at someone. Old man Suzuki or old man Logan? Yeah, yeah, that's you're not you're not off. You're not far off on that. That's perfect. That's perfect. And to be honest, he's in better shape than than ninety percent of like fifty three year olds that I've I've encountered. It's incredible. This yeah. guy, like, I mean, I'll stick to my guns. This guy is my MVP of this year. Like, I, yeah. I, yes, it's it's hard to argue. I think Okada might be once again the best wrestler after the first quarter, but I think the MVP is Minoru Suzuki right now. I think that's that's a fair assessment. Um, they do announce that they're running three days in Korokin after Hokkaido, uh, two days in Ota, uh, Hachioji for the first time out in Tokyo. They're doing two days at the uh, Ideon in Osaka. I believe that's out by the Osaka Joe Hall. And then they're running the last three nights at Budokan. The 2018 G1 Climax 28 was officially announced. I'm excited. Yeah, that was... um, Remember they did that big promo video? When Kurukins were showing on the G1. Oh, Oh, yes, yeah. We go uh, go to the bathroom. Because it was a very quick segment. And then they did that. Be a survivor! (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm marking out, losing my mind. (laughs) Just, I can't wait. Um, but <laughs> here we go. Like you, 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 you said it's so. You spoke so highly about this. I went four and three quarters. I almost went the full five. I may give it one more watch and see if anything can sway me. Will Osprey defeats Marty Skrull. I think this might be the best match I've ever seen Will Osprey have. I think this might be yes. the best match I've ever seen Marty Skrull have. I. For a twenty-four-year-old, he's matured. I would say this year, especially starting with the four-way at at, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom, but the match with with Okada at at the forty-six to you know this match with Squirrel, uh, the the beating that Osprey takes, uh, but the real resiliency as well as uh, you know head gashes and and I would say probably pseudo concussions. Um, yeah, he's. My God, it's it's just a beauty to watch this match. 
Yeah, that, he, he does a Spanish fly with uh, Marty Skrull off the ring apron to the floor and slams his head off the apron, cuts himself open. There was a spot during the match where uh, Marty Skrull had him in like a rude awakening neck breaker. And it, it, instead of doing a neck breaker, he flung him over his body and gave him like a reverse. I don't even know what the hell you call it, but he drove him head first into the ground while hoisting him backwards over his butt. So basically, they're back-to-back, and he flips Osprey over and gives him, like, a reverse brain buster out, like a, a neck brain. I, I've never seen that in my life. I, I I couldn't believe what I had seen with that when that happened. Osprey gets out of it. Uh, after he gets out of it, we see Marty Skrull just begin to step on his head over and over. I thought they were going to stop it. I yeah. thought for a minute they were going to stop the match. I'm like, Marty Skrull's taking the belt back. Marty Skrull, though, gets caught, loses the match. It's a successful defense, finally, for Will Ospreay. He beats mm-hmm. Marty Skrull in a one-on-one title match, which he's never done in his career. And it was it was just a career-defining moment. I Like I said, I may give it one more watch-through just to see if there's, you know, if there's anything that can push me up a little bit higher. Um something didn't, something for me didn't go the full five, but like I said, if I, you know, people had like four and three quarters, oh, you didn't like the match. I went four and three quarters. That's, <laughs> you can go without going five stars when people don't think I like the match. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Uh, Alex, you you loved it. You loved, loved, loved this match, right? I, I loved it due to the fact that, that New Japan, and you've been saying this, since the, the inception of the show, even before WrestleCast was a reality, they know how to book. They give their talent time. They gave these two shining stars uh, the, the rocket to, to shoot into the hemisphere, and that they did. I, I haven't seen Marty Skrull have so much offense that didn't include a breaking of the fingers or a chicken wing. He did stuff during that match I've, I've yet to see. And, and for Osprey to basically, uh, you know, base, pushing his neck down like an accordion off of that Spanish fly onto the ring apron and then landing on the floor and then continue to wrestle for about, what, 14 more minutes is insane. Um, and and like you said, you know, for him to, to finally get that win over uh, the villain just provides so much for the story line and and I'm gonna eat crow Ryan and and, and listeners um, I've always bagged on Don Callis on Cyrus the virus just because he annoyed me on uh, on ECW for TNN he made me <laughs> hate him as I grew up I realized he did a job well done obviously great mind for the business you know I'm learning that a lot now uh, Matt Stryker definitely owes his career to Don Callis um, but but he makes these matches mean a lot more just because he he just kind of explains what goes through these guys, um, you know, artillery and, and what they're thinking, you know, before they even hit a move or what their opponent's going to do. And I think that helped this match quite a bit uh, during my rewatch since I uh, was watching it on mute uh, Sunday morning here, uh, prepping for the show. But but. They they did everything in this match. They literally beat the the hell out of each other. This was a great bookend uh, to the championship match with Okada 
and and uh, and Zack Saber Jr. just due to the fact that the champ, you know, was or not even the champ, but they were just literally willing to go, you know, all out and nonstop and still trying to figure out how do I beat the guy in front of me until the littlest mistake finally cost the, the, the person that match in either one. And again, it, it, it was just beautiful storytelling. The moves were out outrageous. And, and again, the villain for me, this was a match where I'm thinking, okay, in one year, whether it's ring of honor this Saturday, whether it's, you know, uh, Sakura Genesis in 2019, this guy will be, world champion when he had moves up to heavyweights hopefully in new japan but again will be world heavyweight champion ring of honor i guarantee it um i got a couple thoughts but uh somebody wants to jump in with this here jordan your guy's osprey man you wanted to jump in yeah you know, it's, it's funny i, I i'm also going to come in and toot my own horn because if we go back and and, and after i watched that event and I made my prediction, and after uh, Wrestle Kingdom, where I, I, I you've officially marked me on this pan uh, uh I, I said I said without a doubt, Osprey is my dude. I said he was going to win the four way. I, I said, uh, and, and it's going to lead to eventually the one uh, the, the the official victory over uh, over Searle. and uh, and it was awesome. Uh, I, I did. Uh, I did catch about half of this match, and, and every bit uh, of me has me about screaming, "Oh my god!" Because that's, that's what he does. Um, but you know, when, when you talk about again him taking everything and, and giving everything, it was it was amazing. Um, you know, going even to the uh, to the to the show in Long Beach, uh, as far as uh, you know, Carol goes, uh, he's uh, quickly grown. Uh, the dude is a villain. He's got that face I want to punch, but uh, but I'll be damned if he's great at what he does. Uh, so yeah, I'm expecting him to do great things, just like uh, just like our friend Melo said there. Uh, dude is is definitely stepping up. I think a step back to your previous little uh, segment match, but uh, Daddy Minoru Suzuki, uh, that dude is uh, he's, he's a bad mofo, and uh, you are actually, uh, he's, he's definitely you know if, like you say you say he's 53 years old, but like. That man goes out there, and, and you would you would think like it's like a, a 35 year old prime. I mean, that dude that dude's kicking ass and taking names. I mean, that's uh, he's uh, I kind of equate him to the uh, uh, not only just a just a badass dude getting it done, but my man's uh, uh kind of kind of Austin esque in the fact that he's he's bucking the trend. You know what I mean? Like he's, mm-hmm. he's going against uh, you know the, the young cats and saying you know it, it ain't over for me. So. Uh, He's, uh, he's what the, the E would wish The Undertaker was in his final <laughs> <laughs> That's so true though. Like you know I mean, that, that's, Yeah I don't even know how much the Undertaker I'm going to look up the Undertaker's age right now I, don't I think he's just turned 53 Or 52 Yeah 53 yeah. yes March 24th 53 Yeah so I mean he's, he's everything you wish He's badass and and, and, and uh, the, the, yeah. I, I oh, Suzuki's like, only forty nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you're not but, okay. that. No, I, but, I, I, okay. Think of this. Think of this though, real quick. Well, think of this. Think of Minoru Suzuki in right at this year, and then think of the Undertaker at WrestleMania thirty, and tell me who looks yeah. better. 
No, absolutely. I mean, you're one hundred percent right. No, absolutely. And that's like I said, he they wish they wish you know, that was the case. But like uh yeah, he's awesome. Uh you know, you've uh you've uh thrust me into the love of him. Uh, I'm gonna call him my adopted father as well because he's that badass. So so Kirk so Kirk we Dude, can, uh, Suzuki we can... with hair looks nuts. It it doesn't even look like the same person. <laughs> it's, it's, it's creeping me out. Like seriously. That's right that's where I got my locks from. <laughs> you know, Suzuki invokes something too where you know, you watch Naito kicks him he kicks him in the face in this match while he's on the ground and he just gets mad and starts like gnawing at his tongue. Like, you son of a bitch <laughs> And then and then Naito just spits in his face and then tags out. And Suzuki's like I, I mean you could see fire coming out of his mouth. Like this guy invokes so Minoru's got an Instagram and he's the most stylish mofo I think I've ever seen. It's all <laughs> fashion. Stop and <laughs> <laughs> the the Louis Vuitton dog. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. Like that's that's he, so. So I just want to say that uh, that's right. He's definitely been an MVP. Um, if if not, I mean, uh, obviously transcending uh, what what should be um, somebody his age being able to do. So to Suzuki, uh, that's that's my jam. Him and uh, him and uh, Osprey, my dudes officially here. And then, uh, and then yeah, the, the Tranquilo cat. Uh, I'm, I'm slowly coming along on him. Yeah, it's Naito. <laughs> oh my God, Suzuki is the coolest. He's a radio DJ. He's a radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you, man. Oh my God, he's the greatest man alive. I want this guy to be my my father. <laughs> Drinking Perry Air water. Having matching socks, like, not matching socks. A couple, like a woman and a buddy in like a booth, and he's smiling with like a, a glass of champagne or something. Yeah, I would not expect the the character we see on TV to be this cool of a dude just outright. Just again, it's just pictures of him drinking coffee and being baller yeah, he, and and having colognes and stuff. This is amazing. He's a cheathead. And you're like, this is the scariest human being I've ever seen in my life. My God. Like, Sorry, Okada, you've been eclipsed. This he's like, awesome. <laughs> like, like, I see him and I imagine like when he came out of the womb, he bit his own umbilical cord off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that did not make me want to watch WrestleMania, but this makes me want to watch more Minoru Suzuki. My, um, you then get more blood in the Celebrate event. Cody and Adam Page defeat the Golden Lovers. I oh, don't, don't know where. Did, oh, you already went through the challenge. Never mind. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. Oh, you're good. And I don't know where it happened, but Cody gets busted open, and he busted open. Yeah. Um, yes. Nice match. I went four and a quarter. I thought it was a really good match. Uh, the only the only thing too, like Kenny took that awesome bump after the disaster kick from Cody, um, and a big boot from Hangman Page. Cody rolled up a bushi, grabbed the tights. Great finish too, because we saw cheating in New Japan, which doesn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, Cody might be one of the biggest heels, one of the best heels in the business right now. And yes. He, yes. He's figured out, and this whole Bullet Club storyline, like I said last week, is so intriguing. This is what the Wolfpack versus Hollywood should have been. And mm-hmm. he's got doing it so much better. Um, it wasn't as good as the tag match we saw at the previous show. This obviously. was a setup for, for Saturday, for Ring of Honor. This, I mean, this, this is all this was. This was like the Raw before the pay-per-view type match. But it was great. But, I mean, it, it was, get, you're right. It wasn't wanted, five days in ago. Be- it's exactly what you wanted to write between those two tag matches. Something yes. that wasn't going to overdo it, but something that was just good enough to keep everyone engaged, but not, but enough that they can calm down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Hangman I mean, Page for sure though. I mean, but he's looking good again. He's more confident out there, which, you know, as, as we express over the last few months, Cody Rhodes is finally confident and comfortable with his character. And I think Adam Page is getting there finally stepping out of that shadow of everyone else in the Bullet Club. He's making himself aware and, and, a, and a name for the audience, whether it's Ring of Honor or New Japan. So kudos to him. But as you say, to Cody Rhodes is, is just killing it right now. Bad logos and all. Griffin, uh, Griffin Peltier says, Cody got a half crimson mask, mask, which by complete accident adds to the story of him being two-faced. <laughs> uh, it was, oh, it was funny. Um, main events. I mean, what more? What do you, I, what do you want to say? What, like, what can I say? Sorry, it's a little Jay Z, Beyonce on the run too. You know, kind of preview. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you, uh, hi, I'm Kazuchika Kawakata, and all I do is put on five star matches. Come on, hey, take a ride no, with me. Like you said, explain it since you did give it a uh, four star uh, on on probably no sleep and and lots of loggers. Uh, but as you said, uh, you gave it a repeat watch. <laughs> um, so they did some callbacks to the Shibata match that I don't know if we noticed while we were watching. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, I did. Um, and they also threw some some callbacks to the only submission loss Okada's ever had, and that was against Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. So. Zack Sabre Jr. is going back to two matches over the last five years that haven't happened since, you know, only happened the one time. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. made everything look brutal. He had an answer for every single thing that Okada had. But the injured shoulder deteriorated through the match a la Matt Jackson's back to the point that he finally couldn't do anymore gets countered out of an octopus, stretched into a spinning tombstone. <laughs> you know, for the course of the match, he eats three Rainmakers, and, and we keep the title on Okada. Yes. <laughs> but the, the fact that the, the callbacks to Shibata and the callbacks that far to Shinsuke Nakamura, which is the only time he's ever not been pinned, uh, Okada, that's the only submission... Uh, so it's just like seeing all that kind of reminded, you know, which is why I gave Naito Okada such a high mark is because the the callbacks to their match at Wrestle Kingdom 8 made mm-hmm. me go, this is, 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 this is
this is an incredible story to be told. And that's what yeah, but even do. but even as you always point out, you know, Gato knows what he's doing. He plants stuff. He he throws back. I mean, is that even such a big thing anymore? Is it just that we're so desensitized to basic storytelling as that is that that we don't see that week in and week out? It just makes it that much more special. I I, I think so. I think so because you know you look at a lot of companies and they don't do this. This this is the one company where everything you watch makes sense. If you would have told me three years ago before uh, David Finley became an active member of the roster, not a young lion, and Jay White was going to go on excursion, that him beating Jay White eight matches in a row would suddenly three years later give us a, a main event title match at, at Wrestling Hino Cooney and set up a feud at the 46th. I would have said, what? Mm-hmm. And then now this is the whole payoff. I'm sick of losing to you. And it's just like, huh, I forgot that they had that in their back pocket. What else do they have in their back pocket right now that three or four years ago we watched together and never and we have no recollection that it happened? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when, when um, AJ Styles beat Kota Bushi, at Wrestle Kingdom, and Kenny Omega got on the apron and stopped uh, Abushi jumping like right when he first joined the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. And they showed the two lock eyes, and then he didn't do anything to Abushi and just got off the apron. You know, now the Golden Lovers thing happens, and they threw back to I always knew when you know at that moment that we weren't going to fight even if we were opposed to each other. We. Even they threw it back all the way to that. <laughs> like oh, my it's, gosh. It's incredible to think of all these seeds that they plant. And then now they have Zach, Zunior, Zach Sabre Jr. trying to replicate what Nakamura did to beat him. I mean, I don't know. I, I loved it. That's why I boosted it. And, hey, we had a hype man like Takamishinoku. You know, you know, he's definitely going through the tapes, through the Okada matches. Hell, he's been there for all the Okada matches, so I'm sure he was, uh, uh, you know, earning his paycheck by getting in uh, in Will Saber Senior's ear and letting him know, you know, kind of the little tricks to possibly beat the Rainmaker. Unfortunately, coming up short. Uh, but going back to you know how you said how how uh, Zach Saber Junior had responses to Okada. You could say Okada had responses and, and, you know, everything planned out against uh, ZSJ due to the fact that, I mean, he pretty much walked through the first four round or, the you know, the whole uh, New Japan Cup. And, oh, yeah, his mm-hmm. opponents were Naito, Sonata, uh, Tanahashi in the finals, as well as Abushi, where he pretty much dominated those matches where Okada always had something to counter, whether it was with a drop kick or a rainmaker, or, you know, a submission hold of his own. I mean, that's what was the beauty of this match, and that's what shows or why, you know, New Japan has a dominant champion as Kazuchika Okada, because he's like, ah, I've been champion this long for a reason. I also, uh, you know, study and, and know what you're going to do next. So I appreciated the little back and forth that uh, that these two definitely had um, throughout this uh, matchup, this fantastic match, I should say, it was it was so good. Like I said, I you know I still went four stars when I when I initially watched it, but like I said, I realized that 
you know, I, I'm sitting there and I'm tweeting and doing radio and trying to watch it, you know, and I'm doing, I'm doing all that stuff. And I, I, you know, it was what it was. And I just, I got lost in what I was doing and I, I don't regret it because I'm like, well, it's on mm-hmm. demand. I can rewatch it again. And, you know, we get, we got, I mean, you, you showed me the numbers that we got for that show. You know, I mean, there's those mm-hmm. 900, uh, you know, for at four in the morning, five in the morning, you know, so yeah, I shouldn't have gave away numbers on the air. But uh, <laughs> that's beside the point. Nine thousand. Yeah, over nine thousand, just like Dragon Ball Z. What? Uh, but I mean, you know, okay, I'll do it again. And I, everything that I didn't notice, I noticed instantly, and it was tremendous. And and it was going back to you know when we when we did the show Sunday morning, I was you know where how you said he landed so you know so poorly. During uh, that that last Rainmaker, and I was like, "Yeah, he landed kind of awkward." Watching it again and rewinding that last what minute and a half sequence, um, no, three minute sequence to to end the match. I said, "Oh, I get it. He's tired because he can't find a way to beat the Rainmaker. He's so tired. He's had him in so many submission moves. Hell, he gets elbowed." From the top rope by Okada, which then he turns into a damn arm bar. Uh, he <laughs> yeah. has him into the octopus where essentially Okada overpowers Zack Sabre Jr. out of it to hit that tombstone to then hit two Rainmakers into a spinning tombstone for another Rainmaker. So, yeah. And it wasn't that awkward watching it the second time around, but uh, I could definitely see why he fell the way he did. Fantastic match. Storytelling at its best, but let's be real. That's New Japan's M.O. Um, and, and if you're not on, on the train, if you're waiting for them to make their initial stamp in America in 2019, hell, they've already done that last week at the uh, at the Strong Style Evolved. Hell, they're going to do that in July uh, when they're over in San Francisco at the Cow Palace. This is the promotion you need to get on. Hell, I, I, again, I am a, a, a wrestling kid at a heart. It's still still real to me, damn it. I am a WWE, WWF mark. But, damn it, folks, independent scene, this is a renaissance, a rebirth. New Japan, I think, will make a run for it. And don't get me wrong, I see a bigger TV deal, especially when the expansion out west happens more and more by 2020. So if you think Fox is a big thing for WWE, someone else is going to scoop it up, a la a USA or someone among those lines. And New Japan will, will definitely make a, uh, a force uh, to be reckoned with for uh, Paul Levesque, Vince, Steph, and the WWE. Yeah, it was... It was just a tremendous. It was exactly what we had hoped for that Sakura Genesis was going to be. I mean that that closing stretch of matches were just tremendous, and we're going to remember this just like we did last year with that with that insane three minute uh, Kushida squash from Hiromu, mm-hmm. the uh, and the fantastic Shibata Okada match. I mean, and back and back to Jordan's number one wrestler, Will Ospreay. I love the respect that he has. You know, going back to to thanking, you know, Jushin Thunder Liger over at uh, Strong Style Evolved, Rey Mysterio, what have you, you know, what have you, but but just 
you know, the respect factor is great and calling out Kushida and saying, it wasn't a fluke I beat you before. I want to prove it. I want to wrestle you. That's so, that's cool and it's different because it's always the other way around. People call out the champion and for the champion to do that, I, I think is amazing. And, and to, to his credit, I hope he keeps this title a long time because he's, he's special. He is definitely something special. Um, before we move on here, I totally realized, by the way, I played the third commercial first when I was supposed to play Hogan for WrestleMania. So the <laughs> second commercial should have been for the first for this segment, and the third commercial should have been for the, the Raw and SmackDown segment. So commercials aren't going to make sense with the theme music entering the segment. So you, you understand when you hear the song uh, that'll be on here, but you know whatever. Uh, I just just real quick, uh, I want to touch on these cards. Just just a quick quick second, just kind of point out the big matches on these shows because they're not till the end of April, so we got plenty of time for, to break them down. So I don't want to do it tonight, but. Uh, wrestling Hino Kuni, April 29th. Minoru Suzuki defends the IC title against Tetsuya Naito. Evil and Sonata defend the tag titles against uh, Killer Elite Squad. The other two matches that really intrigued me on the show Bushi versus El Desperado, and then we get Hiromu Takahashi against Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, wrestling Duntaku Night 1. No tight, uh, well, the never six man Oatmoy titles are on the line as uh, Fale, Tonga, and Loa defend against the Young Bucks and Marty Skrull. That could be fun. Um, we get a Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kushida match. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kushida against Kazuchika Okada and Will Ospreay. That's kind of a cool match. <laughs> uh, we get Kota Ibushi versus Cody again. And then the main event. I'm excited event, for this. I'm not going to lie. Kenny Omega. I, I didn't think I would be. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. That's Hangman Page is headlining, man. They're selling yeah. tickets. As, um, as he should. The hung, he's a hung buck for a reason. <laughs> uh, then in Wrestling Otaku Night 2, this is on May 4th. Uh, we get some fun on here. Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, and Tongaloa against Cody, Hangman Page, Marty Skrull, and the Young Bucks. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's that's wild to think. Uh, especially with the Young Bucks on the other side. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, well, those, you, to, you call them the Bullet Lovers, the Golden Club. What do you call them? Golden Lovers. Golden I, I don't want to no, make any more you... stuff up. Oh, their group name. <laughs> Yeah, we'll call them the we'll call them the New Japan main eventers, like Jim Ross would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get Will Osprey defending the junior heavyweight title against Kushida, and then in the main event, the man who came out after Okada and Zack Saber Jr., Hiroshi Tanahashi, is going to stop or try to stop Kazuchika Okada from breaking his record. I. I can't wait for that. I just wonder how much this record means to uh, to Okada. Why is um, such a big deal? So that is that is the eleventh title defense. If Okada beats Tanahashi, that will be his twelfth title defense. Uh, Tanahashi has the record with eleven title defenses uh, in one championship run. So Okada has tied him. Tanahashi is going to try to stop him from breaking his record. Um. Gato said Zach couldn't tap out Okada because he's on a whole other level. 
Gato said he's glad he's got his catchphrases out. He says Rainmaker ties the record, but now there's nobody stronger than him. The crowd begins to call for Tana, obviously. Yeah. Gato asks again if there's anyone. Huge Tanahashi chance. Okada takes the mic and says Okada has three things, but the ace has one. Uh, this is after Tanahashi came out. Tanahashi said, champion, good job, congratulations on tying the record. It took you a while, but now they're opposite. It took a while, but now they're opposite one another again. Uh, Tanahashi said, there's only one possible challenge in the world. It's me, and he will stop Okada's run this time. Okada says, now I have three things. One, Zack Sabre Jr. holds our indeed on another level, but Okada's stronger. Second, Tanahashi, what are you doing? Injured back, injured back. Lost the belt, lost the cup, and now you challenge me? Third, now he's alongside Tanahashi. He'll have an easy path to title defense 12, then 13, then 14, then 15, all the way to 100. All while he makes it rain on New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> what a way to end the show. What a way to build for uh, those shows. I cannot wait. Um, guys, we're going to hit you with another break. Come back. Breakdown run, SmackDown from, from last week. Nothing too eventful, so I don't know how much we'll get into on this, but it might be for the best because the third fall is going to be just a great preview this weekend. we got to knock out the results from last week first, so we'll be right back. WrestleCast, Strong Style Media. Your late-night hip-hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams. Every Thursday night, right here on the Strong Style Media Network, catch up on your latest on hip-hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust us the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you feel. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like diamonds. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my pep. Check my feet when I'm walking. See if it ain't. I've seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sort of clear to air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man. Because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Peanut. Peanut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted I, to I it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. But I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh. My. Hey, I'm Dr. Afkin. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. I can't. What are you? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. 
At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all. With your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, Survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field. Alright, maybe not that one. But from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. With New Japan having the Will Ospreay new theme, but hey, WrestleCast Radio. <laughs> That's just how we do it here. Um, so obviously, oh if you know this, this means we're going to get a Raw or SmackDown theme for the third fall instead of the second fall. Because I figured if I already screwed up once, let's just continue the trend. Speaking of that, <laughs> Raw and SmackDown, where. Let's go with the, you know, obviously let's go Raw first. What did you think of the show? Um, To be honest, I was going to get your opinion since my DVR was being a, uh, a regular jerk store and uh, <laughs> only cut, got the last hour. I What I'll say about the show for me is it felt kind of what we were scared of, that they... You know, obviously they had the go-home show ready to go, I'm sure, in the bag with how it was going to get written. And it was like, all right, we need one more week, um, you know, to, to get this planted. So let's just kind of do it. They did another awesome Lesnar-Reigns fight segment where Reigns got a little more offense in, but ended up getting smoked by the end of it. Um, we saw the well, you saw the, I, the Bailey I did see the Sasha. beginning with Heyman. I, I did see that promo and okay. and again, Paul Heyman, give the man his money uh, because he, you know, has, has definitely not only on social media, especially through the interviews, uh, read an interesting uh, take on Roman Reigns, um, as well as the Cody uh, Cody Rhodes uh, thing there. But but you no, know, uh, she sells everything for me. But I love how how he decimates and blurs the line. Even though he's told to blur the line, he still makes it seem like it's that ECW rebel DGAF, you know, buck the system type of thing. And and he just he just does it so damn well. Yeah, yeah, I I do agree. And you know this one this one they had they had the ring steps out for the fight this time, and it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. You know and. and Roman kind of came out, and Heyman's like, what? You know, like, why is he? So, the, the, you know, I, I, I get it. They're playing the resilience angle, which is cool, which I was told. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if he the, didn't cock his imaginary arm, I guess it's not imaginary, his gun, his fist, <laughs> if you will, I probably would like him a little bit more, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I could say. Yeah, he just, ooh. 
Remember? That's, yeah, I don't know. I don't want Remember to Remember he was out, the but... coolest S.H.I.E.L.D. member, and then he started cocking his arm like an asshat. And uh, after that, I was like, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm through with you, sir. You, you know why he was the cool S.H.I.E.L.D. member? It's because he wasn't he talking. Say, he didn't say nothing. Exactly. Why is Sonata cool in L.I.J.? Because he doesn't say yeah. nothing. Just goes and you know does what, what he needs. You know what's scary to me since I just had this crazy realization? Uh, I, I'm going to sadly call a prediction. Uh, speaking of people that can't talk, unfortunately, I think Ronda Rousey is going to fall under the Roman Reigns trap. Um, and probably, uh, it, I, I think she's going to fall under this because, uh, spoiler alert, I'm not going to say what happened, uh, but I saw the beginning of Raw and I, I meant to text you to watch it before the show. Uh, but good God, uh, not only if she, uh, thinks she's going to be asked on a national sports TV show, if she can travel back in time, uh, if she thinks that they're actually going to ask her that and be, uh, a little agitated and green, um, I don't know what the hell she's going to do on the grandest stage when they have a million plus people uh, with their eyeballs on her because uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. And I I watched her on first take when Max Kellerman asked her that question Ooh. about, and she's like, you know, some people, and he's like, are you insinuating that I am? And she's like, huh? And he's like, no, I have never said one derogatory thing, and I've done nothing but. Def- you know, stand up for, and she's like, "Well, thank you for defending me." And that was it. I'm like, you know, this chick cannot admit she got her ass kicked twice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, sorry, but you did. You got slapped around twice. Deal with it. <laughs> um, it's just it's so ridiculous. It's so petty. Like, she just she doesn't come off good when she does that. If that makes sense, like she comes Agreed. off Agreed. really petty. She um, comes up like her performance in the Entourage movie, where you're just like, oh, yeah, that happened. I'm going to call you an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember she called Turtle an Uber. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, is it you, Ronda Rousey? Special calling guest. <laughs> I'm pointing right now at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> if we were live streaming, somebody would see me pointing at the wall right now. Don't forget to follow uh, Facebook.com forward slash uh, WrestleCast Radio this week. Uh, there's going to be random Facebook Lives. There'll be random Twitter Lives uh, at SportsCast Radio. Uh, just through the Twitter Lives. Is that a thing? Periscope? Uh, remember that we did that like for a minute. Um because it's going to be insanity. We'll get into that until the third fall here, uh, just because nothing really happened on Raw. So we're, no, we're by I mean, time. <laughs> the, the Sasha Banks and Bailey segment was cool. Like, that looked like the a locker room fight. segment, the Saved yeah. by the Bell segment. Yeah, like, I'm like, one of you needs to not, like, I understand you're like, all right, this is our chance to really, really do what we want. Let's lay it in there. But after about the third time, somebody got their head slammed off a locker. I'm like, oh, hey, hey, let's 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 take this down a lot. <laughs> Tranquilo, women. And, and then I'm like, okay, they're going to get people to break this up because they're beating the hell out of each other right now. And the last thing we need is one of the – Because that makes it real. You know their relationship is real. And when you fight with your friends, you go all out because you know that person uh, in and out. Yeah, no, I mean you're not wrong. You're 100 percent not wrong. But it was it was just one of those like, 
I really don't want to see one of them get hurt because they're like, okay, we're we're getting to do a plunder fight. We don't do this. <laughs> True. The, like, there was one point when Sasha got thrown on the table, but instead of them like her jumping and getting thrown on the table, like she like tried to force her onto it and like drove her hip right into the edge of the table. I thought she broke her back with it. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is gonna get ugly. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> but it was it was really good. It was intense. I really enjoyed it. Do you um, think it's a shame there's no one on one at WrestleMania, even though it's a bloated ass card? Do you think you would have preferred to see that over the women's battle royal, or do you think the interaction with this, as well as you know, leading from the elimination chamber, um, that that it'll spark it since there's that dominant storyline there? Um, I I think it's going to be a nice matchup like Backlash. Yes, I, I don't mean that it's a bad thing. I don't mean that it's a bad thing. Is it like, diminish the match then? Since it's well, that, I know we've had this talk before. Like, does the match on a specific show lower it or not? You know, like to me, I'm like, no, I want it. This is a mania match or a SummerSlam yeah. match. You know, you want to see them settle the score. Yeah, and you know, you know, and that's not to say you can't have the blow off match at SummerSlam, and you can really start establishing it at, at Backlash. It just, you know, it's 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 like I've said before. Look, as much as I want to see Bailey versus Sasha, it's got nothing on the as as much as it it's been built so well and the story is so good. It doesn't really touch Charlotte Oscar, and yeah. with the way. That doing it, and if the payoff's the right way, it's not as good of a story as Nia and, and Bliss right now. And when those are the two champions, you know, somebody's got to sit out. And that's just how it goes. You know? Yeah, Becky Lynch. Jeez. Now, WWE is like, let's shoehorn more in by adding Russo well, to yeah. the US. And let's add a <laughs> women's battle royal. And so, I mean, it is what it is, but I will say one thing, one other thing, too, I really did like about Raw was uh, Absolution came down and tried to get Rousey mm-hmm. to join. And yes. she whooped her ass. Like, she hit some straight <laughs> judo on one of the chicks. On Ma- oh, I think it was Mandy Rose or whatever. And then she did something to Sony DeVille, and then one of them ate, like, a, like a headlock takeover, but, like, with, like, a like a judo flip cartwheel thing. Like, it was sick. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that impressed the crowd. It was like, whoa. Like, okay. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I liked how it was different. It was away from the, the Stephanie McMahon Triple H storyline. Um, I, I did like that. But again, just get the mic away from her. <laughs> and and it's it's true, hundred percent. You got to keep the mic away. I, now having Kurt Angle come out as the mic doesn't really help at this point in his no. career. Um, but it, hashtag it, where is Kurt Angle gone? <laughs> it's it was nice to see Rousey touch with other women and not just Stephanie. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. Like getting in there with with another group was was just it was nice to see that it wasn't just like all right we're gonna have you with her now and but <laughs> um, I went real quick just breaking down the 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 six matches on the show. Uh, Nia Jax defeated Mickey James. Uh, Cedric Alexander Mustafa Ali defeated Drew Gulak and TJ Perkins. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman defeated Sheamus. The club defeated the Miztourage. Rhino Jamie defeated Frost. Or, Jamie defeated Frost. Ross. I, I went 
I went one star on the Elias Rhinel match. It was terrible. Um, you mean the main then, event? Oh, the main event was Cena and Kane. <laughs> Boo. What is this, 2008? Yeah, I was like, ugh. So, uh, SmackDown side, they continue to put over the Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ, you you think too much. And that was is great. Since, since the storylines, Ben, I really like it. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree. I thought it was great. They're... they're uh, they're chatting the locker room beforehand. Um, you know, he, he asking AJ Styles to come out against uh, in his match against Shelton Benjamin. Um, and you know, he was like, "Yeah, I, I need you, you know, to have my back. You know, to be nice. You know, this and that." Uh, and then for it to happen, you know, for the match how it ended, um, and and the mic work after, I thought was just just brilliant and. It's it's a slow stir. It's different than I'm sure a lot of people are expecting. I'm sure people are expecting, you know, a hot and heavy, you know, build up. But of course, with AJ Styles' injury, um, whether you know how serious it is is or not, you know, with him, you know, kind of being off or or not wrestling as much, um, definitely it's probably hurt um, hurt it in a lot of people's eyes. But but again, folks, check out New Japan World on on YouTube. Their free match of the week again is is Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles in the classic from from Wrestle Kingdom there. Um, so just to get a little preview of what these two can do, and that was only like three years ago. Th- th- these guys are in their prime right now. Uh, AJ Styles is for sure, um, and 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 Shinsuke, you know, this is a match that that I know he wants to not only prove to himself, but the fans that have been a little bit disappointed with his uh, mainstream or uh, main roster run so far. So this is a match I still think should be the headliner uh, since it is the Royal Rumble winner facing uh, or battling the, the heavyweight champion. Uh, but, but again, folks, buckle up. This match will, will make you think, wait, I'm watching WWE. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, and I'll say this too. I for one really enjoy this buildup because it's different. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, in a company where faces can't comfortably ever, or heels can't ever beat a face and you can't ever have a face face and you can't do this. And, you know, there's so many things you can't do. They're doing face face and they're making it really, really enjoyable with the build to it. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it in a way that neither, neither opponent is being looked at as the heel. You know what I mean? No, correct. Neither of them are losing any credit, and you're keeping both of the steam and momentum on these guys with this. And that's what I really like about this match. And and what's nice too is like you alluded to earlier, Triple H. He he knows what what people want. I mean, look look at NXT. Look at you know the the work he's done on 205. Alive as Ryan has has stated week in and week out. Um, and and he knows this match is is. Is, is different for the fact that this is for the fans. This is for us. You know, he's not going to have, you know, some, this isn't going to be a, a Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Jinder Mahal, you know, obscene, you know, build up, if you will, through racial epitaphs. This is a match where it's a mano a mano. It happens to be a, a championship. Thank God is on the line. And we will see who truly is the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I mean, 
kind of a cool opener. Rusev and Jinder Mahal defeat Bobby yeah. Roode and Randy Orton. Uh, after the match, Rusev says, uh, Jinder's like, I want you to personally be my guest at WrestleMania when I win the U.S. title. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm going to go talk to Daniel Bryan and get put in the match because I just won. <laughs> you know, and, and he's like, what? <laughs> you know, he's mad. And so I thought that was a, a cool little twist. Uh, what about the uh, Bobby Roode and, and Randy Orton little scuffle there? It was like Bizarro Superman and Superman like, huh? Yeah, it's, like, I'm like, it's, it's, it's cool, whatever, but I'm not like, <laughs> it was cooler before they were in the same company, I think, like five years ago. Yeah. To me. Uh, Becky Lynch defeats Ruby Riot. Uh, very surprised that uh, I it, that was a weird one for me because I'm glad Becky gets the win, but I'm surprised that they didn't have her beat one of her stable mates as opposed to Ruby Riot, who you were just trying to push. So that was a little confusing, but you know it is what it is. Uh, New Day Bludgeon Brothers. Is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, see exactly. You know because they don't matter. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers New Day ended in no contest. Uh, this is this is once again why, like we talked about, if you don't make this a gimmick match, then the Bludgeon Brothers better win, because you know five five people jumped the Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon Brothers then grabbed their hammers and they scurried like the roaches when the lights come on. <laughs> you know, so it's so like my thing is, is does the name change make them that more dominant than when they were uh, just in Eric Rowan and uh, oh, no. Carver, like that's what I don't get. Like they they didn't do nothing for years, and all of a sudden they carry these foam hammers like Thor, and and they do have rad gear and and cool Vader esque <laughs> masks. But why aren't they just Eric Rowan and and, and hey, Luke Harper's awesome? I'm not trying to to dismay Luke Harper or Eric Rowan, but again, what what makes the difference from when they were jobbing for three years on SmackDown to now? I think for me the difference is they're being built to look like like menacing, dominating giants. And the smart thing they did was they did the Braun Strowman approach. They mm-hmm. brought in enhancement talent, and they had them do squashes for two, three months. Mm-hmm. And when you see the same guys squashing talent over and over, the casual fan's going to kind of forget, I think, about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, where all you're seeing now is these dudes murder. Like, people, if, if you were to ask somebody, what's your best uh, Harper and Rowan moment? Probably when they powerbomb that one jobber guy and he screamed like a girl. <laughs> you know, you, you know ah! part. Yeah. So that's that's just kind of why I, I feel like it's different this time around. And they're they're getting booked accordingly. You know, they're not they they're not sidekicks anymore. They're their own people. Yeah. Wow. Take note, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> what do you uh, think of Nakamura, Shelton Benjamin? Uh, unfortunately, no more Toys R Us is for him to look at his figure. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> Shelton Don't Benjamin, I, I thought looked pretty pretty good. Um, granted, this would have been a, a quote-unquote dream match if this would have taken place five to six years ago, but I thought this was uh, a fun think, little uh, TV main event. 
I think five years ago we saw Shinsuke Nakamura defeat Shelton X Benjamin in the G1 Climax 23. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he was part of Suzuki Goon. What? That's even cooler. Yeah. He was, uh, he was, he would tag with, I think he tagged with Suzuki in the World Tag League. Do you know if they alluded to, if they faced each other? I, I didn't watch it with commentary, but do you know if they, uh, Corey Graves kind of made mention of that or no? To be honest, I was, I was doing, I was probably doing three things at once while I watched a lot of it. So I probably, I don't remember. I, I can go back and definitely take a look though. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, these guys, it was either a New Japan Cup or a G1, I believe. I'll, I'll look it up here during the break and, and get an answer. I may, I may do it right now. Um, but I went three and a quarter. I really liked this match. Yeah, this, I thought this just was, imagine if they gave it a little more time. Yeah, this, this, and I think, so I, think I think one, this was one of the, this was the best, I, you know, obviously I'd have to go back and check my notes, but from just going off of memory of my notes from this year, I believe this was the best calendar. This was the best SmackDown live match of 2018 to me. Um, I'm pretty confident in that, but uh, you know, this was one of the higher rated TV matches for WWE for me all year. And this also to me really felt like Shelton Benjamin really got a chance to show how good he got leaving the company and doing the ROH run and the New Japan run. Because I don't remember having a singles match like this aside from Shawn Michaels. Oh, man, the infamous super kick. Yeah. Uh, It was really good, and it was simple, too. And you could tell Nakamura just felt, you know, we say this with with the effort thing, but you could tell Nakamura really felt engaged in this, I think. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, nothing really. You know, obviously the the Daniel Bryan announced the match with um, Shane McMahon and him against um, Owens and Zayn. If they win, they get reinstated. If they don't, you know, obviously they stay fired. Which is okay. I- I like how Kevin Owens, by the way, I'm sure you noticed it um, on Twitter, changed his Twitter handle to Kevin Steen. No, I didn't. I always, I only noticed the when when I saw there, was, I got a thing that says like three thousand people are now following El Generico. I was like, why is there an El Generico Twitter again? <laughs> but that's smart on their end. Again, they, these guys, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan and and Ko, as well as Zayn. Uh, this this could be a fun match, and and it goes back to last week when we thought this Shane McMahon emergency surgery was a work. Uh, apparently, it was it was legit. Do you think this is a, a bad decision for him to come back uh, two weeks after a hernia surgery with diverticulitis? It sounds to me like he's going to be gone for a while after this, but he's going to kind of not do a huge workload in the match. From what I've been heard, what I've been told is it'll be a lot of, you know, like if Daniel Bryan would have never got cleared, how he probably would have came in and took very minimal stuff to be in the match. Yeah, That's what it sounds like Shane McMahon's doing. Um, yeah, it was 2013 G1-23, like I thought. Uh, it was actually Shelton Benjamin that defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. So it was the other way around. Oh, wow. Um, and then the following year, 
uh, Nakamura beat Shelton in the G124. So wrestled in uh, back-to-back G1s against one another. Man, I can't wait till New Japan finally uh, makes their uh, their their streaming service a little bit more manageable, so I can finally watch those <laughs> matches. But if it stays the way that it is, I'll unfortunately never see them. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take eight minutes to to scroll through, you know, I've looked and it's a lot easier on the computer than the Fire Stick. I think it's the Fire Stick's problem. Ah, damn you, Fire Stick. Uh, shout out to uh, Matt Hardy as well. Mower of lawn. That shirt uh, I need in my life. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the 2013 World Tag League Shelton tagged with Minoru Suzuki. Uh, they went three and three. Um, they lost They lost the chance to make it to the semifinals, uh, losing to, Ka- to Takashi Azuka and Toro Yano before Azuka left chaos for Suzuki-gun. Because Yano used to be the guy to bring him to the crowd when he would be ripping at people. Really? Uh, next, the following year, Shelton beat Shibata in the G1 Cup to get to the semis, losing to Bad Luck Fale. Um, he went 5-5 five and five in the next G1. And then uh, he left with with Suzuki going to go to Noah. And then when they they left uh, Noah to, go, to come back, that's when Shelton left and went mm-hmm. back to WWE. So he left in the middle of the, the Suzuki Gun Noah run. Uh, right after facing, uh, he made it to the finals of the Noah's Premier League, losing to uh, Marafuji, and then he challenged Go Shizaki for the title and lost. And then that's when we saw the SmackDown vignette before he had the surgery. So there's a little Shelton backstory for you. Uh, any other WWE that you think is worth talking about, or do you want to close out and get to this giant weekend that we got to talk about? Because I, well, I, I, I'm with you. Like, it, yeah, yeah, let's just yeah. let's go to it. Um, <laughs> we'll be back right again. before we, real quick before we hit break, it looks like we got some breaking news here. Maybe we. I just lied. Rescas radio. Missing out on an awesome show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yes! We got you covered. Yes! From WWE, yes! New Japan, yes! Ring of Honor, Impact, Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking the Bone Soldiers and Enzo Amoris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night. 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susan. Ryan is going to love this hat. 
Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil. And I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Account Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Account Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Alexa, call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just talked to that girl two hours ago. You got to let love marinate. Put love in that bag. Marinate. Mmm, love going to be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinates, no, you're going to pull it out. Jamie, who's Alexa? Say it. Say it, Jamie. You Alexa. That's right. I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys. But I'll take it from here. That's our Monday Night Raw commercial. Uh, even though it didn't make as much sense. <laughs> as I said, they kind of went out of order. But hey, that's beside the point. We got NXT. We got WrestleMania. And then obviously we got the... Uh, we got the... the Ring of Honor. 12, 12 other shows we're going to talk about. So just so you guys know, what you may be hearing us discuss over the weekend... Uh, we're going to be watching. Now, these are all tentative. I'm hoping we can put, if we can put all these off, me and Alex officially accomplish something that most people think is not, uh, it was a waste of time where we think, you know, it's an accomplishment. But uh, we got uh, Matt Riddle's Bloodsport, which has the low key Matt Riddle match that I'm really excited. That's knockout or submission only. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get Evolve 102. Uh, we get Beyond Wrestling. We get Evolve 103. We get the WWN Live Mercury Rising show, which looks really good. The Impact versus Lucha Underground Company versus Company match uh, or show. Joey Jones Spring Break 2 is going to be on there. The All Japan Champion Carnival Night 1. Shimmer 100. NXT TakeOver. ROH Supercard of Honor 12. The Style Battle show from that evening. Kaiju Big Battle, the All Japan Champions Carnival Night 2, and WrestleMania 34. So hmm. there's a lot of stuff to watch. Um, do you want to just kind of start at the top? I don't know if you have that list of all the matches that I emailed right over. Right in front of me, good sir. In, so in, let's, in, 
All glorious 19 pages. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I was so excited when I wrote that. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be really cool. And then I was like, oh, I hope they don't think I'm a nerd. And I'm like, oh, man, Dan Severn's going to be at this Matt Riddle Bloodsport event? <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he's Walter, facing, I can uh, Walter in a no pinfalls, no ropes match. How the hell is that going to uh, going to work? We'll find out against, this weekend. That's against uh, Tom Lawler, too, former UFC champion. I believe he was a UFC champion. That's, Oh yeah, that does, I was about to say that name sounded really familiar, but I didn't want to be a poser. Uh, Chris Dickinson want to have a catch point uh, takes on Dan Severn as you mentioned, Tom Lawler, Walter, Nick Gage, Timothy Thatcher. These are no ropes, no pinfalls, and then knockout or submission only. Like I said, Loki versus Matt Riddle. I am really intrigued by this match. And if you, you know, I don't know if you watched that uh, that YouTube buildup I posted in our group chat, but Matt Riddle's talking about how he's been trying to fight Loki for all this time, and they're showing Loki like legit knock people out, and he's like, I want him to yeah. come and do that to me. I'm really intrigued to this match, man. Um, I'm intrigued because again, I've, I've, I know of Matt Riddle. I know you guys are, are highly of him. I know Demetrius is the number one fan. Uh, but I haven't really foreseen, you know, a see it with people that know of, you know, Matt Riddle, but, but also to be honest, more than like two little YouTube edited matches that I've seen of his, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, uh, knockout, uh, drag out bout that he'll have with low key. Is this also no ropes or is this just going to be wherever it goes since it's knockout or submission? None of the matches I believe are going to have ropes. It might just be the two, <laughs> but they might not. Have, like he said, this is the Kumite. This is blood sport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm actually really looking excited for this event. This hopefully will be the first thing we, we pop in after I sneak attack kidnap you Friday night when I uh, get in, since we, we have other business to attend to. <laughs> like like I said, I I think in a perfect world, if we can knock these out in order or in as close to an order, I think it'll make the most sense too. Mm-hmm. And I think it it's so by going in a, in an order like this, it's so different with the way that we get to see different shows as opposed to let's watch the two evolve shows and it's the same thing. You know what I mean? It kind of jumps around mm-hmm. a little bit. It's different. Um, so is, are, is the, that going to be taped? Do you know because? The same night, uh, the the gentleman behind the blood sports uh, card is is fighting the guy yeah. who's, who's pretty much ruled the last forty five days in pro wrestling. Yeah, Matt Riddle is making a is is getting a shot at the Evolved Championship held by Zack Sabre Jr. Matt Matt Riddle, I believe, is is wrestling like three times a day, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> My God, I, I am going to get my Matt Riddle fix. Probably by next, in two Mondays from now, I'll, I'll proclaim he's the greatest thing since. <laughs> You're going to make Demetrius sick. <laughs> I love, <laughs> love it. Uh, but, you know, just as you mentioned, Zack Sabre Jr. is hotter than ever right now with his, his run. He's taking on Matt Riddle. We get on Daisuke Sakamoto and Muni Norisawa. Uh, taking on Timothy Thatcher and Walter. That should be a fun yeah. match. Uh, now, why Timothy is that Thatcher a dream match, as as it says? Uh, Daisuke, and Seca, Daisuke Sakamoto and Muniori Sawa coming over from Big Japan. Uh, Timothy Thatcher and Walter are known as Ringkampf uh, over in WXW in Germany. Ooh. Uh, so it's, it's 
Yeah, it's Germany versus versus the 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 gentlemen's from Japan. My laptop, I think, just crapped out. That's not good. We're oh. gonna close that. Uh, Ar Fox and Will Osprey. Oh my goodness! Is that yes. When I saw that match just a few moments ago, I was like, oh, God. Like, I, I had no idea if I was going to collapse with excitement. Um, we, we might have to watch all these damn shows because uh, that right there, they are Fox Will Ospreay, my God. And, you and, know, and, Ospreay's going to be okay. I mean, he, seriously, how did he not break his neck off of that Spanish fly? I I don't know how he didn't, he didn't fracture anything either on his face. Yeah. You know, and... Obviously, we're not going to have the hardcore, but I mean, Man, you saw what Air Fox. Love that. Or come over for you, that one, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. That'll be. We'll try to get that in Friday night. But you saw what Air Fox did with Killshot in that Lucha Underground match. Oh, damn right I did. <laughs> we tag team scramble, uh, catch point. Chris Dickinson and Joplin defend the Evolve Tag Championships against the End. James Drake and Anthony Henry and Tracy Williams and Dom Greeny. I don't know any of those teams other than Catch Point. Catch Point are based out of AAW in uh, Berwyn, Illinois. So they're Chicago guys. Oh, Berwyn. <laughs> uh, we get a non-title special match: Keith Lee versus Darby Allen. Darby Allen's a guy who's kind of like a nutcase with with just bumps and everything. And Keith Lee will make. I mean, after after that pounce, Keith Lee hit Matt Riddle with. Uh, <laughs> that, that, like, love it. Oh, I love me some Keith Lee. Um, and then Austin Theory, who's really big up and coming flyers, taking on DJZ, who is having a resurgence. Nice. I like him a lot. Uh, the other thing we get Thursday night as well is the Beyond Wrestling Show, and this is going to be an interesting show because everything, everything in Beyond is intergender. So, it's a lot of people are kind of hit or miss on this. I'm really intrigued for it, and I say I'm really intrigued for it because it's not like we're just you know it's not like that one oh my god that man's going to fight a woman. The whole card is that way because they just treat it as wrestlers. They don't treat it as male female. They just have wrestlers. And I'm really intrigued to see how an entire card will look with you know without one thing just being a special match, and it's and it's interesting too because Tracy Williams will face Kimberly. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. Uh, Jordan Grace, she was one of the women that I had when we were going to try to do our top 50 and top 100 that I thought was one of the up and coming ones. She tags with Lufisto, who um, I believe is Michael Elgin's the greatest name ever. Really, you. Michael Elgin's woman. <laughs> but they're taking on Santana and Ortiz LAX, the Impact Wrestling Tag Champions. <laughs> what? Jimmy Havoc, the guy who was feuding with Osprey on that, you know, the with the guns. Oh, taking yes, on yes. Havoc, who's the crazy chick with the big Psycho Mantis Metal Gear mask. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Holla Dead, who is in the Women of Honor tournaments, tagging with Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is... Cobra Moon in Lucha Underground. But they're taking on, once again, catch point, Chris Dickinson and Jaka. So Chris Dickinson is now working Bloodsport, Evolve, and this Beyond show. He's on all three for Thursday. Uh, then in a four-way dance, we get uh, MJF himself, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, taking on Tessa Blanchard, taking on Mia Yim, and taking on Wheeler Utah in a four-way. We get a tag, tag team match between Seth, Sessions Moth Martina and Orange Cassidy against Joey Janela and Penelope Ford. Timothy Thatcher against wow. Tony Storm. That's going to be awesome. Timothy yeah. Thatcher's really 
Texas Catch Can. He's like a Drew Gulak. Tony Storm is tremendous. Nice. We all know that. And then Deanna Perrazzo against Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle working another show here as well. <laughs> that should be really fun. Uh, Perrazzo making a run in that Women of Honor tournament, too. By the way, Mia Yim, Tessa Blanchard, uh, I'm excited for, for that alone on paper. Um, this, I'm, I'm on uh, beyondwrestlingonline.com. Um, yeah, this, looking at this card and looking and, and putting eyes or faces to, to you know the names that you say and, and, and on your list here, I'm like, wow, I, I'm intrigued. Very damn yeah. intrigued. It's it's gonna be and and that's what I think is is the big part about it is it's intriguing because this isn't something that you just see every day so really mm-hmm. really intriguing you know and it could suck and if it does it does but I mean ninety bucks gets us you know gets like ten of the, ten shows you're saving like sixty bucks doing it this way so it's it's almost worth doing and if you know if you get four matches in I will just skip to what we want to see type thing you know yeah um, then we get to Friday the sixth. Uh, Evolve 103. Um, they're, they're running the Evolve versus the World. They're doing four of these. Matt Riddle taking on Daisuke Sakamoto in the main event. Uh, then we get Chris Dickinson from Catchpoint against Travis Banks, part of CCK. Uh, big European tag team, Progress tag team. Travis Banks is also the Progress heavyweight champion, I believe, still right now. Uh, so Dickinson and Riddle now making their fourth straight show uh, on this weekend. Uh, we get the other involved tag champion, Jaka, taking on Muni Sawa. And then Darby Allen versus Walter. That should be good. Nice. nice. Uh, we get Keith Lee versus Austin Theory, who's who's the the flyer I was talking about was DJZ. Then we get a four-way freeze, Tracy Williams, Jason Kincaid, AR Fox, and DJZ. And then Timothy Thatcher in a special special challenge match with Dominic Garini, who I, I don't know who he is. Nice. But that looks like a really good show. Now, Alex, is where I, I get excited. Uh, the Mercury Rising WWN live show. Um, I want to go from the bottom up on this. Uh, we got a few others that haven't been announced yet. Um, but we do get uh, Austin Theory, Darby Allen, DJZ, and Travis Banks are four of the six men in the six-man tag tradition. Um, but then we get Matt Riddle versus Will Ospreay. Uh, if Catchpoint are still the tag champions, Chris Dickinson and Jaka defend against Ringkampf, Walter, and Timothy Thatcher. That's going to be awesome. So that's now five shows for Dickinson and Riddle. Uh, I think four for Jaka. Evolved title match if Zack Sabre can defeat Mac Riddle. Zack Sabre takes on Muniori Sawa. And then if Keith Lee is still champion, he defends the WWN title against Daisuke Sakamoto in the main event. Wow. Those matches are going to be great. Uh, getting wow. to the end of the night, 9 p.m. Uh, right now, the only things that are fully announced, it's not on this list, but Taya Vakari, representing Lucha Underground, gets a shot at the Impact title, women's title against Ali. Uh, Andrew Everett, DJZ, and Desmond Xavier for Impact, taking on Aerostar, Drago, and King Clarno. Then we get in a tag title match, Killshot and the Mac, which we just talked about, Killshot earlier, taking on LAX. On an I Quit match, Eddie Edwards versus Sammy Callahan, who's going by Jeremiah Crane because of uh, the Lucha Underground. And then in the main event, it's a cross-brand Impact and Lucha on one side against Impact and Lucha. Austin Aries and Ray Phoenix taking on Alberto El Patron at Pentagon Jr. That could be damn good. That would be 
worth the the admission, um, especially if the admission was free. Uh, do you think they will do an Eddie Edwards, uh, Jeremiah Crane uh, swing back, or sorry, callback, if you will, uh, to this? I think there's a chance that they might tease it. I don't know if they fully do it. Oh God, no, no, they should never. But I'm saying, like, does he bring a bat to the ring? And everyone's yeah. like, oh, you know. I, I guarantee you, Sammy Callahan comes out with his. Uh, did you listen to him on Jericho's podcast? No. He he based they it was kind of like a work shoot podcast, and he was ripping on people who were like, people say I'm not safe anymore. I'm one of the most booked indie wrestlers in the world. I take care of people. You guys are idiots. That is true. People, that is and, very and true. He, he's like people are saying that it's terrible. Um, that I have a shirt that says I broke Eddie's eye. And he's like, look, Greg Valentine had a shirt that says I broke Wahoo's leg, and people bought it like crazy. Sorry I'm making money off of merchandise. Does Eddie care? I don't know. Do I care? I don't care. You know, and, and it was it was a good work shoot. Jericho fed into it really well. And you know, too, it's it's part of the business. So Eddie Edwards, I'm sure he didn't appreciate that, but obviously, and hopefully it wasn't intentional, um, which, uh, again, it, it – it was not, but you know, it's, it's, yeah, you got to make money and, and this is a good match, you know, to, to kind of, you know, get them money. But unfortunately it's for, Look, I'm going to get, I'm going to get hate for this, but I think part of it was Eddie Edwards fault. Cause I think he was supposed to be holding the chair over his own body. He was just laying there and the chair is barely even touching him. You know, but it was, yeah. it was a stupid, ridiculous, um, then we got the closing I'm up Friday night. I'm looking forward to this ma- these matches. <laughs> Wait, you know, Spring Bake 2, last year we saw Dink from Doink and Dink uh, come out of like a box and start chewing on Vita Scott's butt uh, while Glacier, who was wrestling, for some reason Glacier was on the card, super kicked her teeth out of her mouth. And this is in the same match. Like, this show is just <laughs> And she gets up bleeding and starts trying to, like, like gnaw at Dink with, like, chipped teeth. I'm like, what is going on here? You need to get to the back. And she looked like Cesaro. And he's like, ah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, she doesn't care that this just happened. And now she's trying to use it to her. And people are, like, grossed out. Like, it's this show is scummy. And it's awesome because of that. But we get uh, Pierre Carr Ule. If you remember him, Pierre Carl Ule was uh, part of the Quebecers with Jacques Rougeau. He was the eye patch guy. Oh yeah. Um, get kill. Excuse me. He's going to wrestle Walter. Uh, on yet again another show. Matt Riddle <laughs> taking on James Ellsworth. Uh, David Starr, who is the, one of the big big draws in WXW with uh, Ilya Dragunov and Walter and those guys out there. Uh, he's taking on Mike Quackenbush. That is going to be one of the best technically sounded matches we may see all weekend. And then the main event, great Sasuke's coming to America to take on Joey Janela. I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, now we get to the wee morning. Uh, I'm calling it, by the way, uh, Ellsworth will get get the victory over Matt Riddle. Oh, my <laughs> This is now 4 a.m. Saturday morning here. The night one of the All Japan Champion Carnival. We get the match that Alex has been waiting for, the Kazuki Abina's debut match. He <laughs> That's right. At Sushi Aoki. I didn't even realize he's wrestling the cha- junior champ in his debut. He's going to get killed. 
Um, uh, Aizawa One, Josh Bodum, who I really like, Josh Bodum. Uh, Yusuke Okada, who's a really nice up and comer. And Hikaru Sato taking on Carmel Ito, Yohei Nakajima at Sushi Barayama and Koji Iwamoto. Be a decent little four way. Then we get Joe Doring, uh, Takuya Nomura, Yoshitatsu, and Kai against Takeo Mori, Ryoji Sai, the bodyguard, and Yutaka Yoshi. And then we get four of the block, two block A, two block B matches. Suwama against Zeus, Jun Akiyama against J- Dylan James, Shuji Ishikawa against Yuji Hino, who has the big bleeping bomb as his finishing move. Mm-hmm. And in the main event, this yes. this is, I think, my most anticipated match of the weekend. Um, maybe not, maybe depending on something with NXT, but Kento Miyahara against Shingo Takagi. I, Shingo! I, this is my number one match of the weekend as of right now, I believe. Shingo, so he's the Taz, if you will, of, of Dragon Gate, in my opinion. That's always been my, like, this guy's the real deal. Like, this, yeah, he's like, if you mix Evil and Sonata, but has been doing it a little bit longer, that's, that's Shingo. He's uh, and he's gotten very. He he's become one of the better heels in Dragon Gate. With has he? Nice. Oh God, I'm excited now, dude! I can't wait for this match. And Kensuke Ohara being the babyface ace, it's gonna be great. Um, another underrated card, uh, Shimmer, on uh, the Shimmer title match. Nicole Savoy, who I was putting over in, oh. she in the May Young Classic. Uh, she defends the title against Mercedes Martinez, who are they're in the same state. They were the ones in the same stable with Shayna Baszler. Yep, yep. Uh, the heard a Shimmer title match. Shayna, uh, Shayna McKenzie against Tessa Blanchard. That should be fun. Nicole Matthews, she's part of the Canadian Ninjas, is taking on Tony Storm. That Canadian might Canadian Ninjas. Yeah, Tony Storm <laughs> is awesome. Do. She's amazing. Uh, Madison Eagles against Deanna Perrazzo. We get a Shimmer Tag title match as Leva Bates and Delilah Doom. Delilah Doom is a really good European wrestler. Uh, she does she does some projects, some project stuff. Uh, taking on Lufisto and Hudson Envy. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart against Chilean Melissa. Uh, and then we get Britt Baker, who had a little stint in TNA, and Chelsea Green against Charlie Evans and Jessica Troy. That's so a, a really good women's card. I'm excited Agreed. for that. Uh, we get we, now. This is where I really got to start thinking about my most anticipated. Ooh, man, NXT take Orleans. We get the undisputed eras: Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly defending against Authors of Pain, not in Roderick Strong in a three-way with the titles on the line. They stuck Cole in like I kind of thought a few weeks ago they would. So that's awesome. It makes it, it makes me think by doing that that maybe they won't take the belts off of them. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be mad if Dunn and Roddy win. Uh, we get a ladder match to determine the first ever WWE North American champion. Uh, EC3, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, Killian Dane, and Ricochet. Wow. Wow. What's cool wow. about this match is if you looked at all six people, every single one of them is, is different. Like, there's not, like, two similar wrestlers in this match. How is Adam Cole going to survive, by the way? He's going to get his ass kicked, and he's great at doing that. That's going to be... And, you know, he's What's your prediction? What's your prediction really quick for, for the... Uh, to crown the, the uh, first ever NXT North American champion? Ooh, 
I don't think Velveteen Dream. I don't think Lars Sullivan. I think Killian Dane is an outside shot, but he doesn't get it. The obvious choices to me are Adam Cole or Ricochet. But I think there's a slight chance EC3 can really win this thing. I'm going to go EC3. Agreed. EC3. Especially cutting the promo on uh, on William Regal. After announcing the matchup, I was like, okay. I think they, they just kind of sealed it right there, which I wouldn't be mad at. Which I got a good taste of EC3. And I thought, you know, during that promo, and I was like, Oh, okay. I get it. He feeds off the fans really well. He's good. Again, his ring work is so-so, but of course, hopefully that could be improved because he's he's damn good on the mic of what I saw. He really proved how well he can jump around in the middle of a promo and not get thrown off by the crowd and actually feed off it and make his promo better. And you could even see Regal was kind of like, huh, all right. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, who, who's your pick in the tag title match, by the way? Um, I with Fish out, and and depending on if they do give Cole the North American title, uh, Authors of Pain definitely know since they'll uh, be up on the main roster pretty soon. I, I, I wow, that's I'll go on the Sweden era. Yeah, I, I am as well. I think, and then that Devin way, Adam Roderick Strong. I mean, I love it, but no, I, no. And I, I think this way, Adam Cole walks in, going, "Well, I already, t- I got one. I'm about to get two. Yeah. So, uh, women's championship match, Ember. Maybe Moon I'll take. finally get it then. <laughs> I got, uh, I got Shannon Baszler over Ember Moon. There's not a lot to talk about with this one. It's they've built the story well, but I think it's. It's kind of being built up to Baszler's time. It's in her late it's, 30s, so if you're going to do it, you got to do it now, I think. It's Baszler's time, for sure. Um, and to be honest, she's been 100% way, way better than the counterpart on the, on the Raw roster there. Uh, the unsanctioned match. Johnny Gargano yeah. Champa. I'm going to go Johnny Wrestling, and he gets his job back. Oh, and Ciampa. Awesome. Ciampa keeps you gotta him out of the that heat, man. Yep. Then we got the NXT title match. Andrade Cien Almas, who's the MVP of this company through the through the beginning of this year. Taking on Aleister Black. Um, I think it's time I think it's time for Almas to debut on the main roster. I'm going to Aleister Black on this. Uh, I sadly as well because uh, I I think Almas has been doing great. Selena Vega, pay her her money. Um, <laughs> but it'll be nice to see him on on a Monday night uh, and to see what they can do. Um, I cannot wait to cannot wait to see them the morning, uh, the day after WrestleMania when they make their debuts because that's going to be fun to watch. And and I say that I I, I kind of you know attesting to what you just said I. It, Almost is a nothing to warn him losing the title, but if you're moving him up, you don't keep the belt on him. No. You know. Um, wrapping up here with Friday, we have the ROH Supercard of Honor. Main event, Cody taking on Kenny Omega. Dalton Castle defends the ROH World Championship against Marty Skrull. That should be fun. Yes. Uh, they the theatrics, the, the entrances are going to be nuts for that match. Uh, I, he's going <laughs> to pose, and then Skrull's going to start 
waving his arms. Like that's gonna oh that's gonna be interesting too. And you like know Kelly, Kelly some, Klein wins the uh the Ring of Honor uh Women of Honor championship, by the way. Uh, Kelly Klein takes on Mayu Watani and Sumi Sakai takes on Tanil Dash where the two winners will square off. I you know, as much as I think Mayu Watani should win this thing, if she's not working a regular schedule and she's going back to stardom, I think you do Kelly Klein against Tanil Dashwood. Um mm-hmm. I I think they're pulling the trigger on Emma and just riding it out and then having Kelly Klein chase her for the title. But I would not be mad if Kelly Klein won. I think she deserves it. Yes, yeah. She's what I've seen, you know, she's 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 good. <laughs> she's good. But hey, Tenille Dashwood is as, you know, again, showing what you can do when you're given an opportunity. That's not SmackDown. You know, I love the fact that Kelly Klein's running around with a bolt car. Like, she looks badass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sumi Sakai got the win as well to get into this match when she beat uh, Hana Kimura. Sorry, Jordan. Uh, to, to get into it. Uh, Hangman Page takes on Kota Bushi. That should be fun. Yeah. Ladder match for the World Six-Man Tag title. So Helens. Chris Davis, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky against Flip Gordon and the Young Bucks. That's going to be nuts. Yeah, I mean, SoCal uncensored, uh, retaining for sure. Um, but uh, Flip Gordon, over under how many times he jumps off uh, top of a ladder? Over under three. Mm, I'm going to go over. I'm going to shockingly take the over. Uh, Flip Gordon. <laughs> Uh, the second time now, <laughs> Jordan said, my girl, for Hanukkah. Uh Flip Gordon uh, was given another opportunity to be on the all-in show, um, and he was put in a poll by Cody Rhodes against Cody's dog. I believe the dog's name is Prince or something like that. Um, and 25,000 votes came in, and 52% picked the dog over Flip Gordon to be on all-in. And uh, <laughs> wow. it's, it's, it's Flip Gordon on the all in, and it says not above it with the line through it. And uh, it's it's really some of the comments are really funny, they're definitely trolling, and the fans get it how Flip Gordon's like becoming like an honorary member of, of the elite, but he's not. Like, if you watch the elite, it all makes sense. It's really funny uh-huh. how it's going. And the fact that 25,000 people went with it and enough people knew to vote against him to get on it, you know, instead of <laughs> Mark's like, yeah, we want to put Gord on there. There's people like, no, nope. like, does this mean that uh, that you're going to bring the dog for a meet and greet at the convention Starcade? <laughs> um, then this should be a bruising match. Tomohiro Ishii takes on Punishment Martinez. Uh, we get in a last man standing match for the ROH TV Championship. Ooh. Kenny Ellis Young and the Briscoes non-title against Jay Lethal and Hiroshi Tanahashi. So random, it's going to be good. Uh, Kenny Omega and, and Cody, um, how do you think that that match is going to go? Because, it, I mean, to be honest, I, it makes sense for Cody to win to get the up ed, uh, advantage over... Omega, but again, the feel-good story out of it is to have Kenny get the best of his nemesis here. I think part of it, too, is, is 
how long how long do we continue this angle? And I think that's that kind of depends on your outcome. You know, if they're like, all right, let's ride this into the summer. You know, yeah. maybe they want, maybe they want to do Omega Cody Rose at final battle in December. And if that's the case, then yeah, Cody needs to win this. Uh, do you think you, do you think it's too early to shut it down now and just to explore different avenues, or just kind of like you said, kind of ride it into? I mean, look at look at the fake look at the fake Bullet Club shirt. Like they're doing, they're this is a, once again this is what the NWO Wolfpack and Hollywood should have been. This is a great yeah. feud. Don't see any reason to stop it. Uh, we have two more shows that night until we turn into the final day with the last two uh, style battle. Uh, one one night eight man elimination tournament to determine the champion of the first season of style battle, uh, in the A bracket Matt Riddle against David Christ of OVE and Keith Lee versus Nick Gage, in bracket B Anthony Henry against Jason Kincaid, Darby Allen against Tracer X. I don't know what a Tracer X is. X is. Uh, non title or a non tournament tag match between Kurt Matthews and Jared Wayne against Matt Nix and Stevie Fierce. This is probably yeah. the least excited show I am. Um, for, but uh, I, I mean, it's got Keith Lee and Riddle on it. Wouldn't it be awesome if watch style it. battle was actually just people like on the catwalk doing a style <laughs> battle <laughs> with Wildcat Sports? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say the one thing about this, this show is this is this is like my least excited show. So because of that, maybe it'll really stand out and, and be good. So. You know, we'll see. How much do you think of that Matt Riddle with with the uh, numerous appearances that he's making this weekend? Uh, how much do you think he's raking in per show? Oh boy, could you imagine if he's getting a few thousand for each appearance? Jeez, how could you he know, not? He gets five grand an appearance or something. You know, okay, cool. Well, he just made forty five thousand dollars this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he's running his own show. Ugh. You know, um, that's probably no how he's running his own show. <laughs> there is no card for this, but uh, at the end of the night, the Kaiju Big Patel uh, is going to be on. Uh, Minori Sawa is going to be on the show. That's all I know. This this guy's is have get 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 your drinks out and enjoy this. It's it's like people like aliens and like. There's like a city they step on before they wrestle, and like it's just ridiculous. And I've never seen a kaiju big battle show. I've just heard about them, and apparently they say it's it's the bread and butter to an evening when everyone's hammered and they go watch this just wild wrestling show. So this is what I'm more intrigued for because I've never seen it before. So this will be interesting. Um. Then we have Sunday morning, All Japan Champions Carnival Night 2. Uh, Takeo Mori, Ultimo Dragon, and Josh Bodum taking on Yutaka Yoshi, Atsushi Oki, and Yusuke Okada. Uh, Jun Akiyama, Ryoji Sai, Koji Iwamoto, and Atsushi Maruyama taking on the bodyguard, Dylan James, Yohei Nakajima, and Hikaru Sato. We get two more tournament matches in the Block A, Joe Doring and Shuji Ishikawa, which is going to be tremendous. And Kento Miyahara against Naoya Nomura. Black B gives us Suwama versus Kai. And Zeus versus Yoshitatsu. That might be a good match. Is he gangster or Tiny Lister? No, Zeus is some buff Japanese dude. Like, he's not a, he's not Katsuya Kitamura, 
But he's yeah. he's a pretty big dude. Dude, this kaiju uh, big battle is literally a kaiju big battle. What <laughs> is this? You looking at it? I don't. This is insane. Like it's making me like. This is like my horrors as a kid come to life. I don't know if I, I might have to start drinking again just to get through this event. Because it's giving me the creeps, but I'm also intrigued as hell by this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, wrapping up here, obviously we got WrestleMania, the last show. Let's kind of go down and give our picks real quick. Um, Which uh, the pre-match shows have been announced. Both Battle Royals, first the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and the um, the fabulous mo- uh, the WrestleMania uh, Women's Battle Royal, um, <laughs> as well as the Cruiserweight Championship match, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. So we no longer have to say what's going to be on the pre-show. So uh, I think the right choices. Alex, on the list that I sent you, what are the last three matches I have listed? Those those matches. Well, winner, yeah. winner, chicken dinner. Thank you. Oh, man. Because you can't have one battle royal on the main show without having the other. So that was kind of my reasoning by yeah. eliminating. And then you put your Cruiserweight Championship on there. Uh, women's battle royal, I'm still going to go Becky Lynch. I think I think she wins. What do you got? Uh, just because I am a fan um, I want to say I'm, I'm going to go Becky Lynch, but my wild card will be uh, Sonia Deville. I think uh, a wild card for me, as we saw last year with him being in uh, Nikki Cross. Oh yeah! Oh God! Saw a big game last year. Now, obviously, guys, we got we got a few shows before this weekend, so we'll we'll do, we're going to do a wrestling more show. analysis. Yeah, so we're not gonna get. We're just gonna kind of give these picks so they're over and done with because we've already, you know, we've gone over as it is and it's late. And now I have a real life job, so I got to get up in the morning. Um, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I'm. I would love the revival to actually do it, <laughs> but I think yeah. just from the names that I know, I'm gonna go Dolph Ziggler. Ooh, I think just because he surprised everybody with the big ratings of the uh, at the Hardy Compound, the the ultimate deletion match. Uh, I'm gonna go, uh, especially with that awesome mower of lawn shirt. I'm gonna go broken, woken, Matt Hardy. <laughs> uh, Cruiserweight Championship. I. Oh, this is tough. This is one of the hardest. man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Did you watch the Mustafa? You know, I'm gonna go Cedric. I'm gonna go Cedric. Okay. Did you, did you watch the newest uh, Mustafa Ali promo? It was where he's in his car. I did not know, but I'm going to now. It's another one, kind of like that one that I sent the, sent you guys with him in the alley. It's kind of mm-hmm. the same light. I think that's why he loses because I think you know it's a it's his breaking point. Oh, gotcha. Um, Tag Team Championships, I'm going to go with Braun and whoever the hell his partner is. Uh, yes. Ditto. Samoa Joe. I think that'd be awesome, because I think that's a bruising badass tag team. <laughs> that's uh, their tag- name. That's their tag name. Bruising badass tag team. That is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Uh, SmackDown Tag Championships, as much as I would... Li- no, I guess... 
if it's if if they go the ladder route, I'm gonna go New Day. If it's a one on one match, I'm gonna go Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, ladder, I'm gonna go Usos, uh, so they can get their moments. Um, one on one, I am going to go Usos. Okay, so you're gonna take. I guess if I just have to take one, I'll take New Day. And then, I don't think anything's gonna change with Rowan and Harper, unfortunately. I think they're gonna do a spot where they, uh, the the other four, if not five, kind of try to take out the Bludgeon Brothers through tables or chairs or ladders or tables. Oh yeah. my. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'll go the other way then. Uh, U.S. Championship match: Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Rusev. Happy I would Rusev love- Day for all. I would love it if they would put it on Rusev, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Orton retains. Orton, I'm I'm gonna say they they're gonna say okay, you've sold a lot of calendars, so uh, Rusev, thank you. I I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match: The Miz defends against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. I'm going to go Seth Rollins. Um, as much, yes. Going Rollins as well. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Miz just because we all forget the Miz beat John Cena at the main event at WrestleMania seven years ago. Um, I think with the that and the birth of his daughter, congrats to him and his wife Maurice. I'm gonna go Miz retaining. I'm awesome. kidding, Seth Rollins. It's Seth Rollins. Ah, let me uh, let me delete. What I just wrote here, Uno Minuto. <laughs> <laughs> been awesome too like unintentionally I was like awesome <laughs> uh, next up we have the Raw Women's Championship Lexa Bliss taking on Nia Jax like I said <laughs> it's got to happen for this to be the payoff I'm going Nia Jax Sorry, I'm going to go Nia, Nia as well get that feel good Wrestlemania moment there uh, Women's Championship match Charlotte defending against Asuka I'm going to go Asuka with W And I'm going Carmella Cash And unsuccessfully and Asuka beats her The same night I am also going To go Asuka um, But I think How it goes is Carmella Is going to cash in And then Asuka ends up kicking her And pinning her to make it a three way A la Rollins, Lesnar and Reigns A few years back and then that way, Charlotte doesn't get pinned by Asuka, and Asuka still wins the SmackDown Championship, Women's Championship. I like that. That's a good way to do it. That's a good way to set this up. Um, now we get into Family Matters, uh, double dosage. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I'm going to go Owens and Zayn. Mm-hmm. Yes, with the stipulation involved, yes. I now, the only thing I could think of is if Daniel Bryan and Shane win, and then the other two show up on Raw. Oh. That um, would be interesting. No, but I think they win, because I still think this this it's feud's not over with Daniel Bryan wrestling. Um, I, I, Rousey and Angle against Shane, or Stephanie and Trips. I'm going Rousey and Angle. Uh, I'm going to go no-brainer, so yes. Uh, the Undertaker versus John Cena. That's uh, not yet announced yet, though. Oh, they didn't do anything on Raw. I don't know, but I'm saying like I haven't watched Raw, 
or read anything, but I mean, technically, it's still not an- announced. I I put it on here because I don't think there's any reason it's or any way it's not on the card. But if it's not, we can null and void it. I'm gonna say Undertaker. I am going to go uh, if it's American Badass John Cena. If it's the Dead Man, uh, The Undertaker. I'm 100% with you on that. If they pull the American Badass crap, then that one needs to lose at WrestleMania, too. <laughs> uh, AJ Styles against Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to take Nakamura to take the title. Um, I'm going to go for the true main event of this year's WrestleMania. Uh, I'm going to say the audience will be the winner uh, for with AJ Styles <laughs> and Shinsuke Nakamura. No. Um, the artist's if you will, uh, Shinsuke uh, claiming the title. This is going to be a, a 40 to 50 minute match uh, that people will talk about 15, 20 years down the line. This has Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 21 appeal. Um, and, and this is going to tear the uh, the dome. And then last, and not fully least, but not, not truly last, uh, I mean, Roman's beating Lesnar, right? I mean, what is there to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> does this main event, um, does this still go last, or is it the uh, the tag match with Ronda Rousey? I, I told you one of those two are going to main event. I just, I don't I don't know if I'm confident enough to say the Rousey one will, but I, I will not be, like I said, don't be shocked if Rousey main events. But I think they want Roman to get four in a row. God, we're going to have such a collective groan to either match as the main event. So I guess <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't matter because, again, we're like AJ Shinsuke, which, again, let's be real. Royal Rumble winner, it's for the, the heavyweight championship. It's, you know, it's just the facts. Yeah. Well, I had to tell that to Orton and Wyatt when they get 10 minutes last year. Let's not, yeah. let's not forget Orton and Wyatt after Orton won the Royal Rumble got 10 minutes. Hey, man. <laughs> so, uh, Sportscast Radio tomorrow. I'm going to pop all up with Jordan here and try to figure out our time. Um, probably 9 o'clock, I would assume. Um, maybe 9.30, depending. You know, we had to go 9.30 tonight just because it, with, the, with the weather, I took me an hour to get home. So, we'll see what's going to happen here with the show tomorrow. Um, Wednesday, anything on tap? You guys running uh, pop cultures? Uh, Talk some Ready Player One action. Was it Ready Player Fun? We'll find out this Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. I'm not sure what's going on with uh, Soda Sound, if he's rocking it, and then uh, potentially another typical. But, you know, come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you may see three, four multiple WrestleCast shows as we're going to probably hammer out a ton of Give us content. a like. On Facebook, yeah. because, again, we, we hope to do some Facebook Lives in the middle of the night, during the day. Watching wrestling, <laughs> not watching wrestling. Uh, WrestleCast Radio uh, in the search bar, also Strong Style Media. Give us a like, share, comments, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, TuneIn, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, all that good stuff there. Uh, you can catch, we'll probably be live tweeting again because I had to get time with that. That's going to be at the Sportscast Radio Twitter is where we have the WrestleCast tweets on. So it's going to be fun. Um, you know, once again, we had, you know, we, we hit, you know, what, 12,000, 15,000 different impressions 
uh, during Sakura Genesis, and that was the middle of the night. So, you know, you guys gave us a lot of love that night. We had like nine, you know, like I said, you know, there's close, close to a thousand people on at 5 a.m. <laughs> while we watched the the end of Sakura Genesis. So, hell of a lot of love. We appreciate how much you guys have put the show over. This is, this, I mean, this is this is our baby you now. It's the flagship, and you guys have been doing a hell of a job putting it over for us. So you guys get the opposite of this, everyone. Minus five stars! And before you leave, Alex, it's a pleasure as always. I can't wait to see you on Friday for our uh, Ryan and Alex's uh, awesome adventure, or whatever, like a Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> all this. But make sure every one of you people always remember these wise, wise words. We are WrestleCast, Strong Style Media. We'll see you next. Tonight, though. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. There are best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. 